Hello, everybody. This is Coach Bala here. I uh, hope all of you are doing well. Uh, happy President's Day long weekend to all of you. And coming here on the 19th, um, Sunday morning. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you, everybody, for making uh, my uh, birthday, which was yesterday, very special with all your wonderful messages, uh, kind words. Uh, definitely felt great. So thank you, guys. Thanks for all the love and all the best wishes. You know, as they say, when you're having fun, when you're surrounded by friends, when you're surrounded by uh, family that you want to be, time flies. And I really think that's what is happening right now for me. Um, I just thought that I had uh, celebrated my last birthday. And before I know it, the one year has gone by. So at this rate, I think very soon I'll cross uh, 60 and be into the senior citizens mode very, very soon. Uh, I don't know whether it's a good or a bad thing, but Boy, I'm enjoying it. I'm having good time. So thanks to all of you. And uh, let the good times roll, as they say. Mm. Uh, so for today, uh, I wanted to talk to you about two more things which are very, very important in terms of understanding our training program as well as understanding your own training regimen. It's important that we understand the basics, the fundamentals that goes into it, so that as you get into MISO 3, as you get into... Uh, the next MISO, which is the peak MISO cycle, and then eventually to the race, you all of this comes together. So that's what I want to talk about, two fundamental contexts and concepts that I want all of you to start focusing on. Now that you've completed two MISOs and you are into the third MISO, congratulations. Almost another week has gone by and, uh, you know, the things are ramping up. You guys are doing really well. Uh, looking forward to the next two weeks of this MISO, and then we will have a rest week, which we'll talk about uh, shortly. But the two concepts that I want to talk to you about today are really critical for you to sort of nail it as we think about the rest of your um, training journey for this season. And in general, even for those uh, you know experienced runners who are coming back, these two concepts are really critical for you to nail, for you to be a successful long-term, long-distance, uh, you know, running athlete, so to speak. And what are they? So first one, I want to introduce to you the, the concept of FIT, F-I-T. This is one of the sort of, call it the foundational structures around which our training program is built. In fact, any training program is built around this structure, long-distance running training program I'm talking about. And the idea is F stands for frequency, I stands for intensity and T stands for time or time between runs to be more specific. So the combination of how you manage the F, I and T in your training journey essentially is lends itself to optimizing the results. So if you overdo or underdo any one of these three, the overall output of uh, your training um, success will not be the best or will not be the maximum you can get out of it. So let me talk a little bit about it because it's very important that you understand this. Now, FS stands for frequency. That means the number of runs you do in a week is a direct, uh, there is a direct correlation to how well you do or how you improve your fitness journey and your long distance journey. So if you think about it, every week we give you four runs. And let's assume that, you know, the total distance is like three, three, three miles. And then um, the, the weekend is uh, six miles. So in other words, nine miles on the weekdays and six miles on the weekend. So it is 15 miles a week. 
So that's the total distance that I'm giving you over four runs. Now, for whatever reason, you guys, you know, one of you have decided that, you know what, I'll shoot for 15 miles, but I'll not do it over four, but I'll do it over two. That means I'll not do much of the weekday runs and I just do a 10-mile weekend run and a 5-mile one-weekday run. That also lends itself to 15 miles. But this training pattern is hugely suboptimal because it fails on the frequency portion of the fit. Frequency is, the idea here is how many times you hit the, uh, the ground running, as they say. So the goal here is... <coughs> is to train yourself or train your heart to start from the resting heart rate to a running heart rate. So that path, the number of times you do that, is uh, what uh, uh, measures uh, the, uh, the ability for your cardiovascular system to start off and get to a certain zone that can drive your running. So that itself is a training. If you think about it, when you start running, always the first mile is difficult, right? Why is that? Because your cardiovascular system is sort of at rest. And then when you start running, it takes some time for the the CV system to get used to meeting the, the higher demands that you're placing on your body. So that ability for your CV system to meet the higher demand is something that you need to train for. So if you do... A 15 mile in two instead of four, you're only training that portion only two times a week and not four times a week. And as a result, your training impact is sort of largely impacted. So distance matters, but in this case, just distance alone doesn't matter. It is the frequency. So that is why stick to the training schedule. Make sure that you do the number of runs that have been given to you is done. Likewise, on the other end, <laughs> if you overdo the frequency, that means the same 15 miles, let's say you do it every day, you know, literally every day. Break it into, I don't know, three miles every day. So six days, six threes are 18. So maybe, you know, two miles every day and then adjust it so that you run all seven days in a week instead of four times given. Then you have a problem on the T part of the fit, which is the time or the duration between runs. So if you do not give adequate time between two runs, or between a set of runs and the next run, what you are really doing is you're not allowing the body to recover from the impact of training of the last run or the last set of runs. Now, as a result, when you do not give time for body to recover, the starting point of the next run is all is at a point where your body is worse than what it was before because it hasn't recovered from the impact of the last training. And as a result, you don't really get the training impact. You actually go back in terms of your fitness, because your injury quotient increases. So the entire training, guys, is all about how do you manage the increase in fitness and the increase in injury that is happening in your body because of your long distance running. So the time portion between runs becomes very critical as you run long, longer and longer and, and uh, you know, larger distances in your training uh, regimen. So that is why time between intervals is also a critical portion. And the number of times you do in a week is also a critical portion. So managing these two is the magic of training program. And again, this also lends itself to my primary uh, sort of ask of all of you, which is just stick to the training program. All of this is taken into consideration. We don't ask you to think. So as long as you do not deviate too much 
from the training program. This fit concept is already uh, sort of, you know, taken into consideration in the training program that has been structured for you. Okay, here I'm here just to explain to you what goes into the structuring this training program and why it is important and how your your body is slowly getting better and better as the F and T equations of the fit is sort of coming together. So talking of that, let's go into the I, which is the intensity. Now, this is a very important portion of the fit equation. The intensity of every run also drives <laughs> this fitness equation. So what I mean by that is, if you do a relaxed base pace run, okay, a relaxed base pace run versus a, a heavy duty strike run, or in fact, a long run for that matter, the intensity of this training is very different from what the, from all of these three runs. So when you have high intensity, you know, there is this thumb roll that for every 30 second reduction in your strides or in your split space, the impact on your joints increases by 25%. That's really what a, a simple thumb roll. Or in other words, if you try to do a lot more strides round, when your muscles and your joints are not ready, what you are really doing is you are adding a lot more load onto your uh, joints and hence the, the, the quotient of injury actually increases quite a bit. Okay, so you are in fact going back when it comes to training. If you try to run faster than what your body is ready for, just because your mind is ready, mind is pushing, you know, fast, 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 for whatever reason, that seems more exciting especially those runners who are doing it for the first time. After two misos, you feel good about yourself because your mental strength normally outpaces your physical strength when it comes to development in these training, which is a very dangerous time, this miso. And that's why I call this miso uh, injury miso. The reason for this being an injury miso is one, you've already been training for some time. So the, the injury sort of coefficient is building in your body. On top of that, your mind is a lot stronger. Your mental strength has become a lot stronger than what it was compared to what your physical strength is compared to what it was before. So what I mean by that is, so at the beginning of the, let's say you started off at level zero for both physical and mental strength. After seven weeks of training, intense training that you've all been through, your physical strength has gone from level zero to level four. But your mental strength has gone from level zero to level six because you started believing in yourself. So now you have a situation where your mental strength is a lot more than your physical strength. Or in other words, your brain is going to push you hard to do things that your body is not yet ready. And when that happens, you try to go for more intensity because speed is thrilling. You know, you feel good about yourself. Like, see, I'm seven weeks ago, you were doing 15 minutes a mile. And suddenly now you're able to do 12 minutes a mile. <laughs> and you're thinking maybe I can push for 11 minutes a mile as well now mind is ready your body is also maybe appears to be ready because you are able to do 11 minute a mile but the problem is when you do this 11 minute a mile your body is not yet ready to take on the additional load that I just explained to you for 11 minute a mile because various muscles and joints knee, it takes a little longer time to prepare itself and as a result Knee pains, ankle pain, all kinds of joint pains will start and it will shut you down. So that is why, guys, 
intensity becomes a critical portion of this entire equation. This is when you got to hold, wait for your physical strength to catch up with your mental strength. This is why this becomes a meso uh, injury meso meso number three. Okay, and this is why we also have a rest week after meso three, just to give your body some time to recover and come together and build as good as the mental strength you have developed. So, guys, as I said, there's always a lot of science and art in this training program, and this is how all of these things come together. Okay, so the 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 message for you on this fit framework is this: frequency of your runs matter. So you don't consolidate your runs, don't miss out on any runs, because it helps you to train your cardiovascular system to go from resting status to active running status. That training rhythm, that training ramp up is what we are training in frequency. Time between runs is super critical because that's when your body recovers and that's when the training actually happens. Time between runs. And then the intensity of your runs essentially determines the load that you're putting on your body. Beware that at this point of your training cycle, the mental strength that you've developed is a lot higher than the physical strength. So you are in the injury zone because your mind is pushing you to do things that your body is not yet ready for. So if you combine all of these three things, run slow now to run fast later, run as 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 much of uh, like as many times as the training program is telling you not missing any runs and provide sufficient rest between runs. That, that means not moving around your long runs too much so that you have the right rest. Don't moving around the runs too much so that you sort of mess up the schedule that we are given to you. If you do all of this, fit comes together. And when fit comes together, you will do a fantastic uh, run. That's really what it is, guys. So hope this all this makes sense. The fit equation. Uh, <coughs> secondly, I also want to talk to you about the next important concept that you I want all of you to start thinking about, which is control. It is a very important milestone in your training journey. Controlling your run. You know, in life, why only run? In life, I would say, if you have the ability to control whatever you are handling, you will actually be more successful and more happy than what you would have been without control. Controlling your expenditure, you know, controlling your sort of uh, enthusiasm or passion to do one thing. If you just, you're passionate about something and you overdo it after a point of time, you won't feel like doing it or you're sort of, you know, sort of burnt out doing that. But if you're able to control your passion, in a beautiful, smooth flow, then you will be able to do it for a much longer time and actually much more successfully. So controlling your emotions, you know, just before the interview, if you're able to control your emotions, uh, then you may probably deliver a wonderful interview and maybe get that dream job. I mean, I can go on and on. An ability to control the inputs that are given to you so that you are on top of releasing those inputs as and when you want you will optimize on the output. That's really what it is. Similarly, in long distance running, controlling the release of your energy, we have talked about that balloon analogy sometime earlier, controlling the release of your energy and your stamina during your runs is an important characteristic and an important lever 
that you need to use to be successful in the long run. Now, how do you go about doing this? So I'm going to introduce to you four uh, sort of concepts or four levers of control that you can tactically execute. And I would like starting next week, all of you to do that, irrespective of where you are in the training journey. Level one control. <laughs> Level one control is basically ensuring that your mile one, the first mile is the slowest mile of your run. Or in other words, mile one is when you have the highest energy or the highest sort of enthusiasm. And I want to make sure that mile one is when you really control all the energy that you have so that you release it really slowly. So that mile one becomes your slowest mile that is level one control. Okay, make that happen. I want to see that. The second level of control is the first half of your uh, run is slower than the second half of your run. If you're able to do that, that's a win as well. Okay, The first half is slower than your second half. That means you, let's say you run a four mile run. First two mile, you do it in 30 minutes. Second two mile, you do it in 25 minutes. It doesn't matter how it is within it. You are in good shape. Okay, that is what a, a reverse split run would look like. Okay, that's the second level of control that I would like you all to focus on. The third level of control that I would like you to do is what I would call it as progressive reverse split. That means every succeeding mile is faster than the previous mile. So in the same four mile analogy, a reverse split, as I explained to you, is first mile, first half. That means first two miles is 30 minutes. Second two miles is 25 minutes. It could look like in the first two miles, it could look like first mile is, you know, 13 and then 12. That is uh, 25 minutes or what did I say? 30 minutes, right? So, you know, uh, 16 and 14. That is the first two mile. That is 30 minutes. And then the second one is sort of 13 and the remaining 12. That could be or 12 and 13. So it is. it might not be that every mile is uh, faster than the previous mile, but the half is faster. The second half is faster. That is reverse split. In progressive reverse split, every mile, that means you're slowly releasing your energy. You have so much of it is in control that you are able to literally change the gears like as if in a car. Like first mile, you put first gear, second mile, second gear, third mile, third gear, fourth mile, fourth gear, and boom, you are able to release it. That means the run looks like this. This four-mile run looks like this. 15 minutes, 14 minutes, 13 minutes, 12 minutes. Last mile is 12-minute uh, mile. When you do this, this is progressively you are increasing the pace and you are also delivering a reverse split in terms of the first half and the second half. So it's called the progressive reverse split, the holy grail of running long distance. Once you enjoy one PRS run, let me tell you by sheer experience, I'm sure experienced runners will agree with me, you have this tendency to shoot for a PRS for every run because it gives a super special feeling, progressive reverse splits. That's level three control. But I want you all to first do level one, especially the newcomers, do level one, first mile, the slowest, then do level two, the reverse split, and then do level three, progressive reverse splits. I want you to do this, focus on it. You have, you have the right time for you to do that right now. You have all the training background already in place. You should be able to do that. Then comes level four, 
which is stacked progressive reverse split. What I mean by that is, let's say you're, it's mainly for really long, like the long distance range, as I call it, 10 plus miles runners. When you are doing this 15 mile runs, or especially those full marathoners, 16 mile runs, you can't do PRS for every mile. I mean, you can't start off at 14 mile and end at eight mile. I mean, every mile going for such a long distance is going to be difficult. So what is, we do this in what is called a stacked progressive reverse splits. That means you do the first three miles at a certain pace. The next three miles at a certain pace, you stack those miles. In that way, you are able to deliver a 5K at different, different pace. And that 5K pace for that each stack is progressively reducing or a progressive reverse split in a stacked manner. And that's what is called stacked progressive reverse split. In the stacked progressive reverse splits are used for super long distance miles. And your control is so good that you decide what you need to do for the next three miles and you just stick to it. And it is an extreme form of progressive reverse splits. And most of our runners who are long distance runners would love to do that. Because when you are in that zone, then you are on top. Your brain is on top. Your body is listening to your brain. And as a result, you're just crushing. That's what I want you all to do, guys. That's the two messages for you today. Both are incredibly important frameworks that you got to use. In summary, the fit of your training journey. Let's become fit by doing fit. Frequency, intensity, and time between runs. Manage these three equations these three elements to be really fit and do really a good job. And secondly, the concept of control. Having control on your runs will give you an ability to do a wonderful long runs. So given you a framework of four different control levels, first mile, the slowest, progressive uh, uh, reverse splits, first half is just slower than second half. Progressive reverse splits, every mile is faster, every succeeding mile is faster than the previous one. And then the stack progressive reverse splits, which is very, uh, you, a very specialized form of uh, progressive reverse split or PRS, as we call it, uh, used for long distance runs. So bring it all together, guys. I want to see all of that in the next two weeks. Miso cycle, number three, the injury miso. Remember, your mental strength is actually going to be a little bit of a deterrent for you. So control your mental strength as well so that your body can catch up to your mind. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Love you all. Thank you again for all the birthday wishes. Let's keep at it. Uh, next week is coming. Let's make it happen. Also, uh, please order your T-shirts. We have got just a week or so. I think we have about 150 orders or so, which is great. But I know that many of you are sort of ordered at the last minute. I don't know why. But maybe think of this weekend, a uh, long weekend as your last day. Just get it done. It, as I said, it will help us. Uh, Metric Stash will be releasing it shortly. Please go and take a look at it. Thank you for your uh, feedback that we, as I said, we had introduced Uber style feedback, wherein you just do a short survey and then, you know, uh, enter that. So please give us your feedback. Last time's feedback was great. We learned a lot. We tried to adjust what we need to do. So this every me so giving us feedback will really help. So thanks for doing all of that. And then let's uh, let's keep running. Father, let's keep running faster and let's be fitter and let's keep running farther and faster. Thank you, guys. Take care.